What'd you say? Start. What was that? Why are you whispering? What you mean? <laughs> I'm trying to make it weird. <laughs> it's time to get a little weird. Let's start the show. No, nah, I don't want to get weird. Okay. <laughs> What up, what up, everybody? <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> Welcome to the fucking show, yeah. Get weird, huh? Nah, I'm weird. not trying to get weird, man. What up, everybody? I'm your main man, the Puff Man. As as clearly joined <laughs> by no longer the most effervescent of them all. Oh or, or Mr. Magical Moment. He's going to be Mr. Weird from here or not. Uh, right, nah. Nah, I'm not doing the Mr. Weird shit. Yeah. That's not what we going to do. Okay. All right. That's not what we going to do. All right, all right. Well, if that's not what we're gonna do, we definitely gonna get into these stories. Uh, but first, we got some off, weird shit to talk about. Yeah, we do. We do. Um, you know, it's funny because we this episode was supposed to get weird because we were supposed to have Thomas on, but Thomas bailed out at the last minute because he had to uh, he had to make some money. So who else? Oh, he was, was actually bu- supposed to come on today. I ain't know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, today's episode was, you know, supposed to be Tuesday's episode. <laughs> we never got around to it. So, uh, but he bailed out on Tuesday, and then we all kind of. <laughs> I didn't reach out to him, but it's all good. All right. Anyways, yeah, you're supposed to let me know so I can tell uh, Mike to Mike, come on. That'd be a that would have been an interesting conversation. But let's be real. I mean, you got to think the first time. Mike was on here. That episode went for like two and a half hours. The first time Thomas was here, that episode mm-hmm. went for like three and a half hours. So you yeah, imagine Thomas is an idiot. You know <laughs> so I imagine, mean. imagine what would happen if we got Mike and fucking Thomas on the same episode, dude. We would run out of fucking. Out of hard drive space to record. It'd be the greatest show ever. It'd get it'd get the most views. I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? It would it would have got more than if DJ Khaled was on him. You know, he'd do numbers. Yeah, okay. I highly doubt it. All right, but uh before we get started, guys, you as you guys know, any any particular story we talk about on here, uh, you can definitely catch the uh the insights on those stories in the uh, show notes. I think I'm about to tell Puff to take the stick up his ass. Yeah. C- c- come on, man. Bring yeah, yeah, the energy, yeah. man. Fuck well, all that. Well, listen. We, listen that listen. A to Z shit. Let's get into the motherfucking show. Let's talk about these goddamn motherfuckers. They already know every time. <laughs> if you all want to look at the Jimmy show notes. And you, if they going to do it, they going to do it. If they not, they not. We Why we still beating that dead horse? That horse dead to the motherfucker. That horse is decomposed. That horse is glued. That horse... What happens when a horse dies? Do they still turn into glue? Man, you know, I don't think so. But I do know they hmm. used to use the tail, the hair, to do uh, horse hair plaster. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, I think you told me about that shit. That's some old coal mine in town shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, oh, my I, baby friend. Thank you for having my brush, baby. I've been looking for this. Now my beard can be just as silky as it used to be. Oh, my God. All right, well, let's keep it safe, and uh, let's talk about... Uh, let's talk you hear about me brushing my beard? Fucking Liberty Safe. I didn't even know about this shit until you brought it up. So apparently, what is it? Uh, they helped the FBI crack a customer's code on their safe? All right, so... L- Liberty Safe, Since he way. is doing it no justice, I'm going to say this. No, the no. gun safe company hit 
with backlash for providing FBI with codes to customer safe. Now, oh, this is how it goes. So a popular gun safe company uh, by the name of Liberty <laughs> Safe is facing intense backlash after providing the Federal Bureau of Investigation with the, the password FBI. to a customer safe at the law enforcement agency's request. Oh. And conservative influencers are now calling for boycotting the brand. Now, so they're going to get the butt light treatment. That's, well, well, see, yeah, they're going to get the butt light treatment. But see, here, here's the thing. Um, the majority of their uh, customers, I would say, would be conservatives because conservatives are all about their 2A rights. And the and by, safe company is a company that US, actually provides gun safes. But they're okay? also made now, in USA. That, now, that, that's that's the their biggest stick, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Getting into the story. Uh -huh. Outrage against the Utah-based safe manufacturer began, began Monday after conservative commentators... Keith and Kevin Hodge, the motherfucking Hodge, Hodge twins, y'all, yeah. posted the revelation on X, the social media platform formerly known as Twitter. Last week, a friend of ours was raided by the feds over January 6th. Now, are you not supposed to say January 6th anymore? Because then here it says J6. So, hmm, interesting. Is it going to be like COVID, like Dr. Fauci saying masks don't work yesterday? But anyway, uh, uh, yeah, his no name way. is Nathan Hodges, and he's from Fayetteville, Arkansas, the Post reads, which notes that, which notes in the report that the feds called the manufacturer of his gun liberty safe and got the passcodes to get into, damn, to get into it too, all for protesting at the Capitol over two and a half years ago. ago. Yeah, Nathan Hughes himself confirmed the story the next day, saying in a video posted on X that Liberty Safe gave the FBI a master code to get into my gun safe. He added, pretty crazy, didn't know safe companies would do that. So I feel like a lot of our gun safers are not actually safe. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that, Puff? Uh, well, first off, you know, I'm a big uh, Made in USA dude, so, you know, and I, I was actually eyeballing buying one of theirs because, you know, they're, they're Made in USA, and uh, what is it, Glenn Beck typically, you know, talks about them, he advertises. I want, you know what, funny thing is, I wonder if Glenn Beck is going to continue advertising this shit now. Probably not. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to start looking at other Made in USA fucking safes now because, uh, yeah, I mean, you got to think, this is... They can get sued for this, no? Oh, they're definitely gonna get sued for that. I'm definitely def gonna get sued for that, that. That's fucking wild. You know, it's crazy because, well, this, this is the crazier part. I would say, I watched when the Hodge twins posted this shit. It came across my feed. Well, I got the notification that they had posted something, so I went in, checked it out. I hadn't seen the story about the um, about the Liberty uh, safe. But I did see the uh, story about um, about their friend, Nate, getting raided by the FBI. And, dude, first off, they have two clips on the post. They have one where they're showing Nate in front of his business because I guess he's a co-owner of some kind of business out there where he lives at in, uh, in Arkansas, uh, getting raided, you know, by the FBI, yo, guns drawn on everything by the FBI. I'm talking, heavy, you know, what what in law enforcement they call heavy weapons, you know, the rifles, long rifles, and uh, AKA uh, AR-15s. And then they right next to it, they have a clip of the home footage of the house 
being raided by the FBI. And, dude, I, I could have counted maybe, like, eight or nine cars with maybe two big-ass fucking either Suburban or uh, uh, Chevy Tahoe uh, SUVs pulling up alongside with a bunch of Chevy Malibus and fucking Buick lacrosses and all the types. Yeah, Yukons. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I mean, they rolled up on them. So they had Dodge, they had Dodge, uh, what's the, what's the Dodge truck name? Uh, fuck the, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. The, um, it's not the challenges. The, the, the Durango, the Durango, the Durango. Yeah. Durango, Durango. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, which begs the question. And, and I know Mag is, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even going to foreshadow what Mag is going to say. Sunfire? Like who the f- t- All I'm going to say is, Mag, considering this kind of action, do you not, do you still not believe that we're headed for a bugaloo? Because you know I've been saying this shit for years. We've been doing the show now for what? Three years almost? Mm -hmm. Right? And uh, (laughs) this shit just keeps getting weirder and fucking weirder by the fucking day. No, I I still can't see it, man. Because just like I said, there's a lot of people out there that that they don't have that that uh, revolutionary bone in their body. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you. So I'll tell you what the FBI rolls up on me like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's a wrap. I don't think so. Yeah, it all trust me, it's a wrap. I don't think so. It's a wrap. I have, I can count four reasons why you'll probably be more calm than oh, you think. Oh, listen, so. them four them four reasons will be there with me too because they know. They know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a wrap. I, I would I would think you would you would uh, stand to be a bit more strategic in your response uh, for the simple fact that uh, <laughs> those four reasons. Yeah, they'll be right there with you, but they're not as trained as what's coming at you at that point at that moment. So. I, w- I would I would do a bit of thinking and a practice a bit of res- reserve was it reservation reservation yeah, restraint yeah. or restraint, restraint yeah, I would yeah, practice yeah. a little bit of restraint in that, <laughs> in that moment. yeah no my man it's on site dog real talk mm-hmm. yeah you keep on saying that it's on five site. against let's see I just seen and you kind of downplayed how many cars it was how many no, cars was, yeah it was, I'm telling you it was like about it was like 10, nine to ten, 10 cars 20. 10 to 20? No, nah, it was no damn 10 to 20. It was definitely hey. like 8 to 10. I'm going to say 8 to Five. 10 or maybe 9 to 10. Okay, let's count it It was it definitely out. like 10 cars. Here, Five. Here. Here, here, no, two, blo- two Buick LaCrosses. Here, here, hold on, hold on. Five I'm, I'm Malibus. Gonna, gonna hold on. One Sunfire. Three Suburbans. Right? Uh-huh. One Durango. No, two Durangos. I'm already there. Oh, I don't want the audio, though. Mm. Yeah, let's count this out. Let's start it from the beginning. Let me see. One. I'm going to count every time I see a, uh, see a new car. Hold on. Two. Where the fuck is the other video? Oh, shit. It got pulled? No, you, I'm still there. You there. Three. Four. What the fuck? Five. Six. Seven. Uh-huh. Eight. Okay, it was eight. Okay, so you see, I was right. Eight to ten cars. Yeah, there's the four or five hundred. That's what I forgot about. Okay, yeah, so how here many comes, people, how here many comes agents do you? Let's just put two agents in each one of those cars. Uh, the Buick LaCrosse has one agent. You know that Tahoe or Suburban? That's, that that's looks why like a I'm Suburban. Giving it, I'm giving it, uh, you know, that, what I'm yeah, saying? that's a two, Suburban. Two a piece. 
I'm giving them that the wild average. That Malibu. So that's at least that's at least if I count as eight cars, that's at least sixteen agents. At least sixteen agents. Hold on, hold on. There's the Dodge Durango. There's another suburb. No, that's a Tahoe. There's another Malibu. And that was a Ford, uh, which Ford doesn't make cars anymore. What what the fuck were the uh, cars? That was a 500 or, or a Taurus. A no, Taurus, a Taurus. Yeah, no, a 500 is a, is a crazy. Is the old, is the in-between Taurus. 500, the 500, 500, 500, 500. Yeah, because for a while they didn't make the Taurus. They, they called it a 500. I could have sworn the 500s were, were Chryslers. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. You you about two hundred off. This it's the Chrysler three hundred. Hold on. Then they still make it. They have the three hundred C, which is which has the same engine as the uh the Hellcat. Oh yeah 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 okay 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 yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah the Ford five hundred yeah oh my god I, I can't believe I forgot about that car yeah you're right I'm I gonna, believe my I, I, yeah. oh you know what. I was gonna say my dad had the five hundred, but he didn't have the Ford version. He had the uh, the Lincoln Mercury version. He had oh, the, the uh, Mer- oh, that's right. Wow, they don't even make Mercury's anymore. They just have uh, yeah. they just have Lincoln and Ford. And that yeah, Mer- Mercury was, was the cheaper too. version Ooh, of the Ford. Love. He, you know, what? he always has some unassuming ass, fast ass cars, man. Like you look at it, like oh, that's a piece of shit. You stomp on it, and be like, oh my god, I'm scared. <laughs> I remember the first time I drove his uh, his Cherokee. Oh my God! <laughs> you talk about all four wheels spinning. Oh, I was having a ball. All right, all right. But look, before we move on to to before we go way the fuck left field, because typically that's what happens here on, on no <laughs> oh, we labels. Already did it. Uh, we already okay, did be, it. before we get off this story, because we we got some other ones here that because you, you know it's funny you foreshadowed uh, getting weird, dude. This come on, man. Seriously, bro. And I, and I get it, you know, I, I get what you're saying, oh, Puff, you know, there's four reasons why you wouldn't bug the fuck out like that, you know, if they rolled up on you, which first off, I mean, not that I know of, we're nobodies, right? I mean, we're just random average citizens. I don't see why they would be pulling up on me like that. Um, But you got to think, bro, like th- this is, they're showing up on this dude simply because he was down in D.C. on January 6th. Mm-hmm. So I, like, I happen to know somebody that was planning on going there. I'm like, yeah, don't do it, don't do it. Uh, yeah, me. And I'm, and I'm glad he didn't go. <laughs> Very glad he didn't go. Yeah, like, me. <laughs> I was like, Yo, you I'm going, going. to the shit. Don't admit to it, bro. I'm going, bro. Yeah, uh, listen, I was fucking going, but then you and know what? You I take your dumb ass down there. You get you. You deserve whatever the fuck you get. Oh man. <laughs> I remember telling you that too. Like, don't go down there, bro. <laughs> I'm just gonna go down there and get some videos. Yeah, okay. Well, that's what I was going down there for. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna go down there and record for uh, chilling with the Puff Man. I was gonna interview people on, you know, on the streets and shit. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They they probably would have pulled up on me when I was living in PA. Now, what my question is: Why were they after his guns? Because if I recall, only one person got got shot. Yeah, and that the, was a the, um, the the veteran, a young lady the, the that chick. was like a, a veteran or something. Yeah, yeah, like I think that. she was in the navy or some shit like that. No, 
Um, and I didn't see a whole bunch of guns at all. No, there were no guns there. The, the there. guns that were that were there were brought no, there were, by there the federal guns government. There. It just wasn't the people that were going into the Capitol. It was the, it was the Capitol Police. Yeah, it was the FBI infiltrating the, the fucking... FBI, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, let, let's, let's not... And the provocateurs. Right. The, the FBI were the fucking provocateurs, right? That shit was all <laughs> staged. <laughs> Big ups, goddammit, to the FBI for staging this whole shit and then claiming that, you know fucking patriots that were down there to fucking complain about the fact that they felt like that that uh are you, a, are you a patriot puff yeah i mean you know it doesn't honestly look i'm gonna say this it doesn't matter what mm-hmm. side you're what side now the, on the fbi watch list <laughs> <for calling yourself laughs> <a patriot. laughs> just want you to know that FBI, open up. <laughs> damn yep mm-hmm. ran right into that <laughs> Oh, now, now, now ask me if I love, if I'm a patriot. Oh, shut up. <laughs> no, I'm gonna show you the proper response. Yeah, listen, I'm definitely a patriot. But uh, what I was gonna say was that I'm. Damn, you're not gonna play. See, this is the problem with you. You gotta play along. Right, so, t- t- just let me finish saying this, and I'll ask you. I believe there's the I believe moment, there's patriots huh? on both sides of the aisle. Jesus I don't think Christ. it's just a it fucking ain't no way right to clean it up. They they say that if you call yourself a patriot, yeah, we putting you on this motherfucking watch list because right. you're a homegrown terrorist. A homegrown That's what terrorist, they say. Right. But now, now ask me l- if let I'm me, a let me ask patriot. You, but fuck, let me get to it, damn it. <laughs> Mag, Mr. Magnif, are you a patriot? I love my country. <laughs> Yeah, you mad stupid. <laughs> oh my god! All right, let, let's get done with this shit. Uh, I personally look. I don't think this shit is legal. I think I, I think you're absolutely right. They're gonna get fucking sued till kingdom come. And Liberty Gun Safe may probably not exist within the next two to three years. This motherfucker. Oh, with it. oh I didn't make that point. I was. I, what I was gonna say is, <laughs> would you would you think it would be uh, um, accurate to say probably eighty five percent of their customer base are conservatives? Oh, without a doubt. Without Did a you freeze? Doubt. No, no, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, my God. I think he froze. It says we lost connection. I wonder if we really lost connection. No, we didn't. Well, if I, we I lost connection. Oh, we did. On my side, it said we lost connection. Anyway, yeah, so, so 85% of their, uh, of their customer base are, is conservatives. And yeah, just like I said, absolutely. conservatives are all about their 2A rights. So mm-hmm. wouldn't it stand to say that they're not, if they're not going to buy their safes anymore, they're probably going to go out of business. I think two things are going to happen. Uh, this motherfucker is going to sue the fuck out of them. And uh, more importantly, they're going to have to file for fucking chapter. Uh, what is it? Chapter seven or chapter 11? One of those two seven. chapters. Chapter 11, yeah, right? Seven. Yeah, yeah. Chapter seven or 11. One of those two. Anyways, uh, whichever chapter they want to go file for, they're going to have to file for it to, excuse me, readjust financially because you know this motherfucker is going to get real deep into their entrails and he's probably going to end up owning that company even if they fucking end up filing for bankruptcy um it's going to be a whole lot of fog but i tell you who's not going to be very happy about the fog it's not just going to be the good fine people over at liberty good old fucking liberty saves it's uh also criminals believe it or not mag listen to this shit um there's a new system <laughs> being put in place in businesses across the U.S. to help fight crime. And guess what? It's being used. Guess what the main focal point 
is in this fucking new security system, this new crime-fighting security system. It's not a siren. It's not fucking blinding lights. It's fog. Okay, so uh, from Fox Business, a disorienting and blinding fog connected to a store's alarm is a relatively new security measure to stop would-be thieves as organized retail crime spirals out of control. And if you guys don't know, uh, what was it, the last episode? I featured a story Mm -hmm. about how uh, Nordstrom is leaving San Francisco after like fucking 30 years or some shit like that in the city. We sure do find a lot of shoplifting stories, Puff. (laughs) Hey, listen, just pointing out what the fuck is happening around the country, damn it. Um, So, we're infatuated with shoplifting, huh? Technology company named Density USA is already in use. Well, well their systems are, are already in use in several countries in the European Union and in Australia, but is becoming more prevalent in the U.S. Uh, said uh, Mike, I, I hope I'm pronouncing this dude's last name correctly. Eagle or Eagle, president of Density USA. Stores lost an estimated $86.6 billion dollars to retail theft in uh, 2022. And projections indicate that amount may reach $115 billion. That's billions with a B. Bravo. In 2025, according to Capital One Shopping Research. Why the fuck is Capital One digging into how much... Oh, well, I mean, I guess they're a credit card company, right? And if there ain't shit I mean, to it buy... it makes sense. It kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. I think... Uh, and by the way, this is... Because if you're still in the shit, you're not charging the shit, and they're not right, making, so they're money, not making off money off of the shit. Right, right. I think COVID-19, quote, and this is the president of uh, Density USA, Mike Eagle, or Eggle. Got to take a PS. Uh, we'll go, go, go. I think the COVID-19 pandemic tore the social and economic fabric of America... Pre-pandemic crime was on decline, which is correct. But when the nation's uh, shut down, but when the nation shut down and the economy stepped backwards, common sense went to an all-time low, and sadly, crime rose and continues to grow. Then, uh, you know, it (sighs) proceeds to say that businesses have been forced to hide products behind registers or lock them up in glass cases to protect their inventory. That hasn't stopped uh, orchestrated smash and grab robberies in which thieves execute intricate plots to grab as many items as possible and leave before witnesses get a good look or police respond. Eagle said, or Eagle, there was one instance in the United Kingdom where a truck took out the entire front of a jewelry store, but the fog covered the 900 square foot space in less than five seconds. Once it's activated, the density USA system creates a dense fog with near zero visibility conditions in just seconds. The fog is designed to be dense and disorienting to deter an intruder from following through with their intentions. In the case of the UK jewelry store, the thieves came away empty-handed. He said, thieves can't steal what they can't see. The company based in St. Louis, but the Europe, uh, well, the company is based in uh, St. Louis, but the European Union was the first to approve the fog machine as a crime deterrent. You know, I got to (laughs) say, what the fuck kind of world are we living in when you have safe companies giving up their own fucking clients uh belongings within the within the safe the fbi rating people for just being somewhere on a specific date and uh and then 
Crime fighting with fog. I mean, this is a whole fucking, an all-time low right here. I mean, it's clever as shit, though. It's very clever, I will say. But, I mean, what the fuck kind of world are we living in, man? down this hill. (laughs) Yo, fog, dog. Fog. If they can't see it, they can't steal it. Right, right. I mean, that makes sense, though. You got to think. No, the fuck it don't. Uh, of course it does. We can't see what the if fuck. If you're you... standing in front of a whole bunch of shit you want to steal, and all well, of a you sudden can't the see this happens, shit. you're not just going to be like, scoop it up and run it out. <laughs> so the fuck they doing anyway? So what's, what's the fuck going to do? Uh, oh, my God, I can't see. I'm just going to fall down and wait until they come get me. Like, nah, no. I don't think that's the purpose, though. I, obviously, <laughs> motherfuckers are going to be out. They're going to jet. You can't steal what you can't see, right? Right. Okay. I mean, Ever that... heard of a fan? Or waving your hand like, hey, what's this? Let me see. Oh. But the, mm. the fog, according to the uh, president of the uh, company, says that, you know, the fog is extremely dense, so you really can't. They're going to have to roll in there with some big-ass fans. That, that These these are going to be some very, very well, well-planned and thought-out fucking robberies. Yo, this is fucking insane fog. Because you got to think. This shit I've ever seen in my life. Back in the days, are you looking at the pictures? Yeah. <laughs> it's just stupid. After seeing its success, Eagle or Eagle said he and his business partner, Scott Bader, introduced their security measure to the United States, uh, which is used in stores. In Where did you find this story at? Did it just come across your timeline? Or no, like, I came across see- my timeline. No, no. I, well, I, you know, I have, uh, I have notifications on for Fox Business because, you know, I... I put money into the market and uh, Fox business typically has Fox business, wall street journal. Um, I used to follow Bloomberg, but they got way too fucking political. Bloomberg used to be really good for following, you know, the stock market and just the market in general uh, or the markets in general. But then they got a little too, when millennials started writing editorial pieces, it just got real stupid. So uh, Fox Business and uh, the Wall Street Journal is really who I follow now. Oh, uh, and business, business Insider sometimes. So you're saying people your age was writing dumbass shit? That's what you're saying? Uh, no, my man, because you you do understand you're only four years older than me, right? So, but you're a millennial, right? No, I'm not. What are you? We're we're literally the very tail end of Generation X. Like, so have you not noticed? A- like, just off the music that I listen to, though, that should tell you I'm not a millennial. Not just the music, but dude, like I don't, I, I don't. There's nothing that millennials do that mm-hmm. not only can I relate to, uh, but more importantly, I like it's just. I think I was having, I was having this conversation with somebody else. Thought wise, like yo, they, they, they on some other shit, man. They oh, at- I know what it was. Uh, uh, what's his name and Miss Bougie. Miss Bougie is a fucking millennial. And oh, he's, Glory? He's, yeah. He's, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Big ups to Glory, too, uh, by the way. wonder when he, when, when is he coming back on the show? Does he know? Because he, he comes on the show very sporadically. He'll disappear. Then when he comes on, he'll be like, nah, Puff, I'm not scared to come on. I'll come on whenever. And then. He I don't know, man. We really haven't been talking as much as we used to. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah. So, all right. I do not know. He's he's got a lot on his plate right now that he needs to. Are you sure is that, or did you spray some of this fog on him and he can't see where the fuck he's at, so he can't get to you? Is that is that what's happening? 
<laughs> There's this thing called a comment, and I don't have one. <laughs> all right, all right. Look, uh, you know what? Let, let's let's uh, let's go on a fucking musical break, and uh, when we come back, y'all, we got some more. Uh, we got some more no labels for you guys. What, what do you say, Mac? Yeah. I was waiting for the music. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a brand new day in the hood. It's money to make and I'm doing bad and it ain't looking good. It's all about the you know what everywhere that I roam. And I never leave it handed without packing my chrome. If it's on the sun, I put out my gangster hand. Show a groove and began. Put the jack down the can. See, I can down like this and you don't know why. Niggas always will try, but soon they all just die. I done came up like God. We'll put my beers in the street. All I can say is that the jack made my life complete. 54,000 in cash, he left cheese and steps. But it's still ain't enough, so what can I plot next? And I'm a truck to be fine. As I come up from behind, crap step bags and fled, not wasting no time. Coppers telling my ass, breathing all in my back. Now my business corner was out of band of lap. Crap the statue full of money, better style crib. I throw the money on the table, save me back in bills. I cop the biggest dope sack, I got my hood soaked up. Now everybody bought me the bomb, so done cut. Ran out of dope, my situation's back where I left A voice quietly telling, you got to come up on some Come get it twisted for shit, see y'all be mashing on my own mission Never dreaming of wishing the money that I miss The so niggas die with clocking, raking and all the dope I since some duper bad, I got a jack for the dope Caught my partners in crime, corrupt they dog and stack True soldiers from the dog pound, putting it down Kick the door with the gauge and four fuck Blasted a couple of niggas ass, I stabbed with all the dope Five pounds of coke, two pounds of phone. Now we bagging it up, been smoking all night long. I wanted to trip when I didn't have no chips. And my pockets were shut, and I started to trip to maintain what the problem stopped by my bitch house. He was popping with themselves, I don't play that shit. It's so 500 cabby, belly happy today. Been a knock around and my homie had to say. Well, I got me a plot on the west side of town with some mock ass niggas from the other yeah, side. Let's put it down. Now, dog pound gangsters, true indeed, we see the leg out down. As we proceed, two in the front, three in the back. I'm about to make niggas collapse, cock back the strap. Two minutes before the jack takes place, now we face to face, and I'm in the mood for a murder. So I'm all for the doodle, when you know the chances advance the stages. Gauges in 380s, crazy niggas shady till I'm 80. What I'ma do is mine for my loot with the homies, mash on a mission about quarter to two. When we arrive, I'll be the first nigga to dip straight to the front. With all intentions, the straight trip. I gotta make my grip, and I made my grip. With the quickness, niggas here to lick and got paid, bitch.
motherfucker okay the goddamn all right well look at that man shit welcome back everybody to uh, no labels that ah damn that was the motherfucking dpg the dog pound off the uh dog food album motherfucking 1995 ain't that a bitch huh that was that was actually mag's uh musical choice for the musical break this for this episode so uh you know, for somebody who likes to shit on me, <clears throat> you know, for for picking shit that's old, well, goddamn. No, no. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't pick shit. I, I don't shit on you for picking shit that's old. I picked a lot of tracks that's old. You know what I'm saying? It's just the difference between what I've been, uh, you know, what people around me were listening to and what I was mm-hmm. listening to as opposed to, just like I told you earlier. Yeah, well, you One of my guys so. definitely shit on me because I was that dude that was playing all of the music that you listened to back there and everybody was like, we don't listen to that shit. And so, you know. Yeah. All right, well, hey, uh, I mean, a dog pound was, you know, the dog pound was a dog pound, man. They, they rode with, uh, with Snoop. I wasn't that, I'm guessing like Snoop's uh, group I mean, they weren't signed under Snoop, but they, like, they were they were Snoop's main. They main was attraction. part of two one three. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know the yeah. whole two one three LBC gang. Das corrupt and uh, right. Nate Dog. Yeah, the two one three and the LBC. That's what I need to find. You remember the LBC? Mm, well, I mean, I know I know Snoop used to rap LBC a lot because that's that's Long Beach. No, they had a they had a uh, little group called you know the LBC. Saying? Yeah. Which but, was uh, uh the you OBC, know, you the always... OBC was what? It was it was Snoop. Wasn't Nate part of the OBC? Was he? Yeah. Nate was Nate was just Nate. Nate was part of it. Nate was everywhere. <laughs> yeah, for real. Nate was everywhere. If if there was some Snoop, uh corrupt. Oh my god, what was the name of the dude? Uh what's the name of this cat? That Nate Dog used to run with a lot. Um, uh, corrupt? War, no, no, no. Warren G. Warren G. Big up to Warren G. G. Yeah, I forgot about Warren G. Yeah, Warren You cannot forget about Warren G. I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? But and you know what? A lot of music was listened to from the Dog Pound, from, you know what I'm saying, from LA, from all those types of areas. I used to... Right around, I had a 91 Chevy Laser with uh, oh, a radio, wow. a Panasonic radio that had fucking dolphins for graphics just, just floating around, just you floating know what I'm around. saying? And uh, my, my little one at the time, uh, you should just bob ahead and, and, and get crazy with it, you know? And I felt like we definitely bonded over a lot of the musical choices. She actually likes um, Joy Badass, which... Kind of threw me through a loop because I used to listen to Joey Badass all the time. But anyway, we had a falling out, and I think it has it has definitely been a year since we've actually spoke words together. Mm-hmm. But something happened that made me realize that I still care about her dumbass. Oh, you, you know go. what I'm saying? Well, not her dumbass, but I still I still worry about her. You know. Um. So getting into that. Mm-hmm. A man was arrested for allegedly beating, sexually assault, and sexually assaulting a UW Madison student. A U- UW, for those of you who don't know, stands for the University of Wisconsin, campus yeah. of Madison. That's that's where my my oldest goes. 
so okay. when I heard because I, I was about I was, to ask you know, how the fuck chills down my spine like what <laughs> oh okay you know what I'm saying yeah, but then yeah. I, I seen you know her and my my little one were talking so on on FaceTime whatever so I was like okay she's she's good she's safe All right. so I don't have to worry about her you know what I'm saying <laughs> all right so. A man has been arrested for allegedly beating and sexually assaulting a University of Wisconsin-Madison student. Madison police announced at a news conference Wednesday there was no connection between the victim and the suspect, who was identified as Brandon Thompson, police said. Authorities called the randomness of the crime frightening. The victim, a woman in her 20s, was violently, violently attacked while walking early Sunday, uh, police said. She was found around 3.20 a.m. off campus on a block in downtown Madison. Someone who lives in the area called police after finding the victim severely beating. beaten. Oh. A witness told police that Thompson was, was at the scene of the crime. Thompson allegedly told the witness he, found, he had just found the survivor and was pretending to be in, an innocent bystander. Okay. Um, Thompson then allegedly fled the scene. Police said video submitted by the community showed a license plate that helped lead authorities to Thompson. Police also said Wednesday that they used body-worn camera footage from police in Fitchburg, Wisconsin, who had pulled Thompson over while he was driving to link him to the public cameras and that allegedly captured Thompson walking behind the victim just before the assault. The victim was taken in critical condition to a local hospital, police said. Authorities said Tuesday that she was expected to survive her injuries. Police on Wednesday did not elaborate on her condition. Please go ahead and go, go on and say we are deeply concerned for the individual, keeping them and their family in the thoughts and providing all possible support. UW, that was the UW-Madison Dean of Students, excuse me, Christina Allstead. And UW Police Chief Kristen Roman, uh, who said in an alert to the school community regarding the violence and severe attack. Well, you know I what I noticed, though, man? They, uh, and I, I don't mean to, you know, step on the story before you get mm -hmm. into it, but, uh, okay, so... Obviously, this is a brother, but they don't they don't mention uh, you know the ethnicity, if you will, or the race of of the victim. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so did this brother attack a white woman? Because if she if he did, you, you already noticed this brother's gone. He goes special. Uh, that's interesting. Time. You would bring up uh, the ethnicity of both because. Why does it really matter? Because uh, you know what's about to happen to him. It doesn't matter. It's, it's going to happen either way. I mean, yeah, but, you know, typically they go a little harder when the when the victim is white. Let's be real. I don't know. In Wisconsin, it's pretty fair. Yeah? Yeah. I, I will give that. I, I like to call it racist Wisconsin. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it, 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 they're definitely fair Damn. when it comes to shit like that. You know, man, what, I doubt if she was white though. What possessed this dude to beat up some chick in her twenties? Mm -hmm. He was probably, uh, you know, part of the op opioid opioid crisis and thought she had some fentanyl or some shit like that on her. Man, we we got a serious, serious fucking psychological uh, breakdown happening right now in this country. Did you see uh, what was that called? It was a story on Netflix about Purdue. 
and uh, Oxycontin. W, did you watch that? Oh my God! Why painkiller? That's you what it was called. Bringing that shit up, man. Somebody, I was uh, I was on Clubhouse, your favorite fucking app of all time, uh, mm-hmm. earlier today, and somebody I was in a room and somebody brought it the up. The realm of dumbasses. <laughs> uh, yeah, they well, believe it or not, they actually uh, updated the app. And mm-hmm. uh, now it seems like, you know, the voices that are on there are a little more stable. Because yeah, I, I got off the app for the same reason you got off. It's just like, yo, th- this is a fucking vacuum in here. This is just motherfuckers trying to dunk on each other. I'm smarter than you. And uh, really, they're not. But uh, earlier today, I was in a room where, um, shout outs to uh, JB, who uh, was hosting the room, and he actually brought it up cat from brooklyn uh and uh he he brought up the uh the netflix show is it a show or is it just a, a documentary special no nah, it's a show oh, okay yeah called painkillers okay so mm-hmm. um yeah he it's brought, loosely based off of you know the uh investigation and everything into the opioid uh crisis yeah well not not necessarily opioid crisis and to to be specific mm-hmm. it was about Oxycontin and how um, the family that owned that owned Purdue Pharmacy, I'm not pharmacy, Purdue Pharmaceuticals, mm-hmm. um, knew what the that fuck they were doing. Oxycontin yeah, was extremely addictive because it's basically heroin in a pill form. Yeah, heroin, yeah. But kind of downplayed downplayed it, and their their whole business model was to get people hooked. Mm-hmm. And what they did was they yeah I remember had these young those things out. beautiful uh uh college graduates, mm-hmm. all women for the most part. They had they have some men, but mostly women, go to doctors and convince them to start prescribing Oxycontin. Mm-hmm. And how the uh representatives got paid was by not by the number of prescriptions, but the number of increased prescriptions. Now how do I what do I mean by that? Say they were prescribed 20 milligrams, mm-hmm. right? And the doctor wrote a thousand uh, prescriptions for 20 milligrams. Okay, yeah, they get some type of bonus off of it. But if the doctor raised it from 20 to 40, they would get a bigger bonus. All if right, they well, raised well, it from well, 40 to, to, to 80, they would, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, to, to keep it fair, though, because I know you're giving an example, but but in all reality, it would be, what is it? It's 5, 10, and 15. I think 15 is the highest they go. Oh no! You need to watch it. Oh, they went I was higher being, than that. I was being very accurate in what I in what I just said. Oh my god, they were really turning. Well, I mean, you got to think. A lot of people did get turned into junkies. Yeah, off that and shit. it was like the eighty the eighty milligrams they called uh, oxycoffins. Oh, I mean, at that point, you got to think you you killing yourself. Then uh, the one of the representatives, they they kind of follow her story as part of part of the show, mm-hmm. and she. Uh, she started seeing people smashing the pills and snorting them. She started seeing like teenagers and stuff doing it. And she had put it in her notes to turn in to, you know, the company to say, Hey, this is what's going on. This is the progress or whatever. And her uh, recruiter, her madam per se, uh, basically told her not to uh, put that in the notes and then let the head of security for the company know that that was going on. And they called, the lady down and said, Hey, uh, next time come to us directly and don't say shit else about it. And by the way, you've been promoted 
and here's a $200,000 bonus. Oh. Oh. Yeah, it was, wow. it, oh, my God. It was it was heinous oh, what they were doing. Shit. They were doing some actually. Absolutely disgusting. Absolutely, mm-hmm. actually, absolutely, actually, actually, absolutely disgusting. disgusting. Yeah. And, and you know what? I mean, I, I know we, we kind of, we yet again, we strayed away from the original story that we were talking about. But it, we only strayed away because I, I brought up the fact that we uh, we have a very serious uh, mental health problem in this country. And uh, I don't know, this dude in the uh, <clears throat> in the mugshot looks like he's he's a little bit, you know, on the, you know, not so upstairs type deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, he looked like he hired in his goddamn mind and just got through crying. Uh, yeah, that too. But do they have, okay, so getting back to the story. Mm-hmm. Um do they have footage of him actually beating this chick up? Because he says that he, so the, the article says that he was there and that quote unquote, he was pretending to be a bystander. But how mm-hmm. do we know he just didn't run because he was scared? You know what's I mean? That shit does happen. People do fucking run when they're scared. You know what I mean? Like, oh shit, they, they about to fuck my ass up. They about to lock me up because some, somebody said I fucked this bitch up. And uh, I I gotta run. Let me see if I can hide. Well, that it doesn't necessarily say that they have footage of him committing the crime. It just says that they allegedly capture footage of him walking behind the victim before the assault. Mm. Looks yeah. like it was a residential area, so that means it must have been a ring camera or something. Yeah, they gotta be. Oh, come on, you know there's gotta be ring cameras, ring doorbells from now Amazon because they're owned by Amazon now. Left and fucking right. Which leads to the question, can they use footage from any of those to see if they can exonerate him? If he, in fact, didn't do this shit. But, I mean, if he was walking behind her and he was the only one walking behind her, I'm going to go ahead and say he probably whooped that ass. I mean, if he's talking about he found her and he's just an innocent bystander or whatever, then... Um, if I'm an innocent bystander, I'm gonna wait there and say, "Hey, this is how I found her. This is what happened. This is this is the chain of custody of my movements." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I just wanted to make sure that she got help. I'm not just gonna be like, "Oh my God, I found her!" and run. <laughs> yeah, good job, Puff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh shit! Well, I, you make a very valid point, I will say. And um, the bigger part here is. The fact that, fuck, I I know this is going to come out fucked up. But, you know, we have not just a a mental health issue in this country. We have a an explicit violence-driven behavior, uh, attitude uh, amongst brothers in this country. They're very quick to resort to the to the blows. I'm obviously I'm I'm going on a limb here and saying that maybe he was walking behind. He was probably shooting his shot. Old girl wasn't feeling it. And uh yo, you think this dude is probably related, which by the way, we don't even we're not even talking about the actual story. You know, it's funny because I, I you brought this story, but I thought you was actually gonna bring the story. You think this dude is related to the motherfucker that swung the brick at the chick? You know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-mm. Brick man. You didn't hear Mm-mm. this shit out of Texas? 
Oh, my nah. God. Okay. Well, this is an honorable mention here. Honorary mention. So, down in Texas, uh, <laughs> some dude uh, was uh, here. Actually, you know what? I got I, I it on on X. Look it up. Look it up real quick. So, uh, just look up Brick and Texas. You're going to find it. Look up Brick Man, Texas. Or, or chick takes brick to the face in Texas. So long story short, this dude apparently was requesting the phone number of this chick, or at least that's what she alleges. And uh, oh boy. Woman says man hair in her face with brick while crowd there, watches. There you go. That's the one. Yeah. A video has gone viral on social media of a woman documenting her experience after she claimed a man hit her in the face with a brick after she declined to give him her telephone her phone number. number. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess it was like two o'clock in the morning. And uh, they were by a taco truck, and uh, he was like, "Yo, can I get your can I get your digits?" And she was like, "Nah, I don't. I'm not really feeling you." He said, "Oh, work, what? Brick to the face, bitch!" And uh, yeah, that's that's the story. So you know, I, I'm wondering if this dude, in some way, shape, or form, was probably trying to holler at this chick. She declined. And uh, and then he proceeded to whip that ass because you know what, bitch, if you're not gonna let me holler at you, then no other motherfucker will. What do you think, Meg? Does that sound does that sound like something plausible to you? Nah, I mean, yeah, it happened in Texas, but because these motherfuckers really I don't, don't I don't understand the nature of violence where just because a chick denies you doesn't mean that I mean it, it means that now you have to attack her. Yeah, I've never understood. You know what I'm saying? Either. Which, I mean, granted, they don't get into much details in this ABC News article as to why this dude would proceed to, you know, beat the crap another, out of him. Another honorable mention. Did you ever watch that 70s show? I, I know you didn't watch that Oh, yeah, show. yeah. Oh, come on, dude. Who fucking didn't? Uh, okay, so you know how it just got sentenced, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what's his What's so his real name? Uh, I just had it too. Yeah, something. Uh, he's got a very. I, I will say he has a very Jewish last name. I'm just gonna put that out there. Uh, not that being Jewish has anything to do with his behavior. I'm just let me also clear that. Masterson. Up. Masterson there you is go, a Jewish Masterson. last name. Uh, you know what? He looks very Jewish. Let me put that. Let me put it in that context. He just looks very okay. Jewishy. Well, he, has that. he was part of the Church of Scientology, though. But uh, you're a racist, Puff. But uh, oh, just to shit. touch on that story, the, the young man that used to play uh, Hyde with the last mm-hmm. name Masterson, I can't remember what his first name is, yeah, yeah, yeah. has been sentenced to two, 20 years. 15, what you say, 20? Is it, is it, isn't it 20? That's no, well, the, 30. The, oh, it's 30? 30. It's 30 years. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the to, headline uh, that I saw. Fifteen year sentences. Wow. Mm-mm. For rape. Well, I keep right? saying, I it keep saying, rape, right? seeing that it says thirty years to life, but Eesh. why would you get life in prison for for rape? Not that rape isn't bad, right? But, right. You know what I'm saying? And then it happened two decades ago. Oh wait a minute! What isn't that past the fucking <laughs> uh, <laughs> statutes like, of limitation? Like, hold up! Wait a minute. You know what I mean? You know what? I need to look this up because I'm kind of curious about. All right, this. so look for. Well, first off, look up look up the jurisdiction in which the alleged crime happened, 
and then look to see what their statutes of uh, limitations are, if they have any. Damn, 20 years ago? And this motherfucker going to jail? All right, Los Angeles AP, a judge sentenced that 70 show uh, star Danny Masterson to 30 years to life Thursday for raping two women, giving them some relief after they spoke in cocaine. When you raped me, you stole from me, said one woman who was who Masterson was convicted of, of raping in 2003. So he was convicted in 2003 and he just got sentenced. I mean, that's 20 years later. What the fuck? Wait, what? Okay, let me read this again. Yeah, please, because I'm lost as fuck right now. He was sent. Well, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm going to read exactly what I just what I just read. Exact okay. word for word. All right, I'm gonna Los Angeles AP, a judge sentenced that 70s show star Danny Masterson to 30 years to life in prison. Thursday for raping two women, giving them some relief after they spoke in court about the decades of damage he inflicted. When you raped me, you stole from me, said one woman who Masterson was convicted of raping in 2003. Okay, so he was convicted in 2003. Why the fuck is she there? No, no, no. She's one of the women that he's that he's getting sentenced for. So wait, so he was convicted in 2003, but now is that he's getting sentenced? Because obviously there's the case where you're found guilty. So then guilty. That, that, that trumps the, the statute of limitation because he's already convicted for it. And you got to think he's already sentenced yet. So why, did, why was there a, a stay in sentencing? Oh, this is the... Wow. This is interesting. I'm going to have to really... Yeah, we're going to have to bring this on the next show. Like really delve into it. The who's, what's, wins, and why's. Yeah, we definitely. Hey, you know what? I tell you what. For episode eighty, right? Because this is episode seventy nine. Yeah, we we should bring. Uh, although, actually, I guess you know, break to the phase at that point would probably be a, a little too late. But you know what? Maybe I can find some more details. I'll dig into it. If I do, we'll bring that story back. But we definitely got to bring this one back. We definitely got to dig into this one because you got to think. I mean, he was. He was found guilty in 2003, but he is now finally being provided with an actual uh, sentence as to what his 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 punishment will be. At his second trial, a jury found Masterson guilty of rape of three counts on May 31st. Both attacks took place in Masterson's Hollywood area home in 2003 when he was at the height of his fame on the Fox Network sitcom That 70s Show. show yeah. They could not reach a verdict on the third count, an allegation that Masterson also raped a longtime girlfriend. The judge sentenced the actor after rejecting a defense motion for a new trial that was argued earlier Thursday. The sentence was the maximum allowed by law. It means Masterson will be eligible for parole after serving 25, 25 and a half years, but could be held in prison for life. Oh, my God. I know that you're sitting here steadfast in your claims of innocence and thus no doubt feeling victimized by a justice system that has failed you. Almedo told Masterson before handing down the sentence, but Mr. Masterson, you are not the victim here. Your actions 20 years ago took away another person's voice and choice one way or another. You will have to come to terms with your prior actions and their consequences. But 
Yeah. You know, we, we, we can go ahead and move on to something else. Cause this, <laughs> I, I need to really yeah, we understand this. I need to really understand this. Cause it's, it's interesting. Huh? Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, <sighs> you, you always got some food shit. I should have known. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let, let's go ahead and move away from all the fucking raping, ass whipping. Uh, I cannot see the story. January six, okay. fucking shenanigans. Uh, let let's lighten up the fucking mood, shall we? Why, why don't Why don't we do that? Let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, you know. You know what? Uh, I'm I'm gonna put a request in for the simple fact that I cannot open this story for some reason. Would you be a deer and actually read the fucking story? So I, I, know I will, I will, on? I will. And it, it, and believe it or not, guys, this story, the reason why I brought this on was because it, it came across, I, I got the notification for it. This is from the Wall Street Journal. And uh, it's actually about a, uh, I, I don't even know if this shit is a snack or it. it's definitely a sweet because it's got jelly in it. So Magnus It's very it's very funny favorite this up because Mrs. Mag just made just literally made some for Lin Lin you, yesterday. Did you okay? So look Magnus made I was, them. She didn't she didn't buy them, she made them. She made them. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, because you can't make these at home. Uh so Uncrustables, ladies and gentlemen. Which uh, happens to be Magnet one of, I would say one of Magnus' most favorite and delectable treats to have. I, I, I'm, I'm going to say this is a treat because it, it's That's funny because I can't deny it, but I don't understand how you even fucking know that. Because you were the one who fucking told me you were like, oh, bro, yo, them shits is mad good, man. Yo, Puff, you never had a crust of those. I was like, nah, man. I mean, I, I've had them in the past. You know, this was this was like two years ago. He like puff. You just don't know what the fuck you missing out on. I'm like, no, I mean, I had I told some. You how to do it? You take it out, leave it for thirty minutes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 but I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that shit. So, uh, <laughs> the title Peanut is uh, and motherfucking jelly. That's what it is. <laughs> the grownups who can't quit Uncrustables. Uh, when Justin Waddell or Waddle Waddell uh, settles in for lunch most days. Right, hold on, let me kill that shit. All right. Uh, most days he's having an Uncrustable. He prefers the grape jelly and peanut butter flavor of the J.M. Smucker's sandwich, but will occasionally eat the strawberry jam option for variety. And while uh, Waddell, I hope I'm saying this motherfucker's last name properly, isn't opposed to assembling his own PB&J, I, can't, I can make a pretty mean one, he says. It's hard to beat the convenience of throwing one of the mass-produced frozen sandwiches in his lunchbox. Uh, in a typical week, this this motherfucker here, who I'm not going to keep pronouncing his last name, uh, will have an Uncrustable each day along with something crunchy, even though it means some occasional teasing in the lunchroom. There were the jokes uh, when I first started, you know, nice Uncrustable. Uh, a 35, it says uh, a, the 35-year-old machine operator in... Erlanger, Kentucky. No, that explains a lot. Okay. He kept putting them in his lunch boxes anyways. And uh, I think I opened up the floodgates because there are other guys bringing Uncrustables now. Uh, what start? This is the reason why I brought this shit because I, I found it interesting that this, this fucking snack got started in 1995. All right. So it says here that was started in 1995 as a school lunchbox snack 
called Incredible Uncrustable. So this was probably before J, uh, J.M. Smucker bought it from the original makers. Uh, it was made by two fathers in North Dakota. And, uh, you know, it's insane how in this country, two dads from North Dakota took something as simple as fucking bread, peanut butter and jelly, took off the crust, gave it a nice fucking end print on the bread, and this is a fucking product. And it's, it's mind you, a product that Magnum can simply just fucking put down. I mean, this guy's got to have it. Pause. Uh, <laughs> but the, the main reason why I brought this shit on was because it, you got to think, there's a shit ton of products out there that when you really think about it, it's, it's simple You sound shit. like a hater, man. No, 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 not at all. Yeah, not dude, at all. So where are you going with this? Because, okay. All right, so for example, yes, two fathers filled a void of something that was needed. You got a lot of uh, parents out there and adults such as myself mm-hmm. that find a convenience in having a peanut butter and jelly sandwich perfectly to room temperature when they want it. Right. So, okay. So, for example, look, look how this shit got started, right? Two dads in North Dakota fucking took bread, peanut butter, and jelly mm-hmm. and turned it into a product. Right. Uh, uh, Dell. And uh, what was it? Not Dell. Hewlett, uh, what was it? Hewlett Packer, HP. Who were the two dudes that fucking started a, a, a damn near, basically a fucking computing company, a, a semiconductor company out of their garage? You, you talking about IBM? No, oh, no, Macintosh. No, 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 no. Macintosh was uh, Apple. That was um, that was Steve Jobs. Uh, the two dudes who started, I think it or was Hewlett and IBM because it was around the same time. IBM. No, I think it was Hewlett and Packard. Yeah, it was Hewlett and Packard. So you got Hewlett and Packard start a fucking com- mm-hmm. a computing company right out of their fucking garage. You have uh, what's the Jeff Bezos fucking selling books out of his fucking garage in Seattle? I mean, shit is yeah, my- but where are you going? Where are you going with it? The fact that yo, okay, I- I- I'll be honest. So it's funny because I, I was once again. On mm-hmm. uh, on your favorite app, Clubhouse, and you know we were in a room where you had a couple of knuckleheads jump on stage and say that oh America's evil, America's this, that, the third, and as they're saying all of this shit, this story popped up on my Apple News notification. Well, it was a notification from Apple News, and as I'm talking, I'm reading this shit, and I'm like, I thought about you first though, because I'm like, oh shit, you know, mag fucking uncrustables. But as I'm reading this shit, it dawns on me. I'm like, yo, you know, I got these two dudes going back and forth talking about how evil this country is and how terrible capitalism is. But here you have a story about something as simple as fucking Uncrustables. Two pieces of fucking bread, two slices of bread, peanut butter and jelly. And this shit got turned into a multi-billion dollar fucking entity that eventually J.M. Smucker bought from underneath them and and now is, is a fucking staple. Like, this dude is a machinist, a 35-year-old machinist, which obviously if he's 35, that means he grew up on this shit. His mom used to slip this shit into his fucking lunchbox or he used to, you know I mean, have some when he would come home from, from school and turn on the TV at 3 o'clock and, and watch some cartoons and shit, which I think, uh, 35, yeah, that was still a thing back then. Um, but the fact that this is still going on, but to my point, 
once again is the fact that you have you have so many different products. It's not it's not even just Uncrustables. Like I said, you know, you got Hewlett and Packard, you got Jeff Basil's, uh Fuck, how did uh you look at Coca-Cola? But see, those things are I don't know if you can draw a correlation between Hewlett and Packard and Uncrustables. No, it's, it's something that would be kind of along the lines would be like a bag clip or something like that, you know, for like potato chips. Okay. Like a little just clip. Yeah, yeah, to yeah, keep yeah, the yeah, bag yeah, fresh. yeah. Like yeah, it's something yeah. simple like yeah, that. Or, now, or, fucking semiconductor. No, nah, well, okay, all right. You know so fine. <laughs> for that, yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. So for that, you need an engineering degree. Okay, fine, fine. But for example, okay, so you you walk through Walmart right now. Uh, you have, you know, the little sponges called uh, Daddy's Scrubber or whatever the hell, Daddy Sponge and Mommy Sponge or some shit like that. Um, uh, maybe. Yeah. So the, the 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 pink ones and shit like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could stick Mr. your fingers Scrub, in the Mr. sponge. Scrub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some shit like that. Or Mr. Sponge or some shit. Yeah, like yeah. That. You got that. That was mm-hmm. started by some dude in his house. Yeah. So it's like you know, all I, of it was. Huh? I said all all food products were basically started by somebody in their fucking house. Right. Cause they look at the. You know what was so amazing to me? Have you ever had instant pasta before? And I don't mean instant pasta like ramen noodles or whatever. I mean instant pasta like, you know how you have the Lipton bags of rice, the, the mm-hmm. chicken and broccoli, or you know what I'm saying, rice? Mm-hmm. They have bags of penne pasta that you put in the fucking uh, microwave for 90 seconds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just open it up, perfectly al dente, put some sauce on that shit, a little yeah. bit of cheese, maybe some, maybe some sausage or something. You got your little, little little meal. Well, Uncle Ben's now has little packages that you don't even have to. You don't even have to cook rice anymore. You just take the fucking packet, you throw it in the uh, in the microwave, and ninety yeah. seconds later, you got fucking made. You got rice ready to you go. Know how, you know, I'm probably gonna give away some shit. I'm not supposed to give away, but you know, uh, a lot of restaurants that you go to, like mm-hmm. say Olive Garden and shit like that. Oh, all that shit in packets. That's pre-made. It's they make it actually they actually make it there in Olive Garden like they make the risotto they make the all the pastas and everything but they portion it out mm-hmm. early in the morning and it's the, when you come they they take it and put it in a microwave put it on put put it on your plate put it in a microwave put it in a saute pan add some sauce and whatever ingredients and there you mm-hmm. go. All right, well look, uh, I know I went I or drop a, it in drop it in some water for a little while and, and, and heat it back it, up. Heat it up you know, yeah. Depending on what it is. Mm. Risotto is definitely put in microwave. Wow. In a very puff like way, I, I didn't really point out that what I was what I was trying to bring to light was how how amazing it is here in America to be able to just take an idea and turn it into something. Does that make sense? Because I, I know typically sometimes I, I get lost in my own ways of trying to explain things. <laughs> Actually, I used to. I thought it was the weed, but it's not the weed. It's no, just no, me. it's just the way I am. You know what I mean? Like I try to explain shit, but I, you know, I, I get lost in my own words because I try to over-explain it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, le- less is actually more. When I when I used to say less is more all the time, I wasn't trying to poke fun at you. I'm just <laughs> less is more. Because I would have just been like, man, this. I was in a club, a room with Clubhouse, and these guys were talking about how evil and nefarious United States is. Yeah, but capitalism, man. They, they were really shitting on capitalism. A, you could take a piece of bread or mm-hmm. two pieces of bread. Some jelly and some uh, and some peanut butter and make a million dollar uh, make a billion dollar company out of it. Yep. Like you can you whatever idea you have in your head, you can make it happen in the United States, and it doesn't matter what you look like, what your what your uh, 
your your religion is, mm-hmm. or even what your political affiliation is, as yeah. long as you keep your fucking mouth closed. Uh, well, I mean, I, you know, I think don't about think. Mr. Pillow. You know, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Mr. Pillow? Was no, it my, my pillow. My pillow. My pillow. My pillow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? Right when I decided that I wanted to get on my pillow, that motherfucker opened his goddamn mouth and I now I can't buy one. Oh, man. Because you, what, so what I was like, that you, shit look like dope. You feel like if you buy one, the FBI is going to show up at your door? I doors, can't uh? fucking find it. I can't find it to, to even. You know what I'm saying? I know you was reaching for that FBI open up, <laughs> but I can't. I can't find the Mister Pillow anywhere. I don't even know if it exists. No, my anymore. pillow. Yeah, no, you just got to go on his website. Okay. Yeah, they they yanked him out of uh, they yanked him out of stores. That's fucked up though. Um, but yeah, that that was that was pretty much that. Uh, Mag, I believe uh, before we go, you have you have something you want to hit us over the head with. Uh, okay. Now this is. Some words of wisdom. And it, these words of wisdom are aimed at the young folks, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, because I know some grown people that haven't grown up because they haven't had the proper guidance. Now, I do have a nephew that just started uh, high school. Very proud of him. And it dawned on me that I wanted to tell him. He told me a story about going to a ro- finding himself at a rodeo in Illinois and being uncomfortable because he was one of, I think he said two or three black folks in the whole entire rodeo. And mm-hmm. the white people were looking at him like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you don't think, think you out it. of place, boy. I had to think about it. You know, at his age, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have necessarily been uncomfortable to be in that environment because my dad used to put me in those environments mm-hmm. on a regular basis. So being around, being a couple, you know, one of the only black people in a room full of white folks, it was just normal to me. But anyway, what I would want to tell the young people is this. We always say life is a game, Mm. right? And it all depends on how you play the game. Okay. It dawned on me that when you tell somebody that life is a game and it's all about how you play the game, you have to give them instructions on how to actually play the game. Now, there's a lot of RPGs out there of all shapes and sizes. Hell, Madden, the football game, is now an RPG. NBA 2K what? is now an RPG. A role-playing game? It's a role-playing game. If you play my player, right, in um. NBA 2K, you have your character, and you build your character up to be what you want that character to be. Right, right. So okay. That, that's also. Uh, I mean, if you I, want I your character to jump higher, yeah, you build him up so he right, can right. jump higher. You want him to run faster, you build him up so he can run faster. Right. If you want him to shoot the ball better, you, so forth and yeah, so yeah. on. Okay. In my day and age, we had people like Michael Jordan, Barry Sanders, Jerry Rice, Deion Willie Sanders. Golly, so forth and so on, mm-hmm. and we would see them shooting a hundred shots, running up and down hills, mm-hmm. catching balls all day. Doing Pause. ballet and working out. You know what I'm saying? Willie Galt. Willie Galt literally did ballet. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even that, that dumbass uh, guy that was supposed to be against abortion but found out he had a couple of abortions and had to run off in Georgia. What was his name again? Oh, shit. You talking about, uh, oh, my God, Mr. Heisman. Uh, yeah. What, oh, my God. What the fuck is his name? I can, And I can see... see 
I can see his face. Yeah, yeah, but I can't. Yeah. I can't remember. It's his so name. fucking stupid. I don't even want to yeah, say his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, mm. having said that, if we tell our young people to look at life, oh, oh real quick, a, let's not forget about Bo Jackson. Bo, Bo Jackson too. Bo knows. Bo knows. Remember that. Bo Bo knew a lot. He knew. You know a lot what I'm saying? That motherfucker got that. Um, but if we look at life as a role playing game mm. and approach it as a role playing game from start to finish, we take our character, which is ourselves, mm. and we constantly upgrade our character. Mm. Okay? You're not going to get anywhere in life if you don't upgrade your character. Now, what do I mean? Your health is very important. When you're starting out in life and you go to gym class and you do all that other shit, pay attention. Work mm. out. Get your body right. Eat right. Find out what your body needs to be able to sustain itself and grow big and strong. Mm -hmm. Right. Kind of like Hulk Hogan would tell us, you know, to drink, drink, drink your milk and eat your vitamins. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? And pray. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that goes into something else. Get your spirit in tune. So level up your spirit. Okay. There is something greater than you. There is a higher power. We didn't just, appear out of nowhere. Okay? So, upgrade your body, upgrade your spirit. And most important of all, upgrade your mind. Read books. Okay? Get information that's actually going to help you. It does not matter what the latest dance moves are. It does not matter what the next pair of shoes is that's coming out. Mm -hmm. It does not matter, you know, what um, celebrity is screwing who. None of that matters. What matters is who you want to be in life and where you want to go in life. And the only way to do that is to constantly upgrade your character. Okay? Now, why did I say that? And why was I thinking about that? If you don't do all this stuff when you're young, when you have the ability to bounce back from your mistakes and all this other stuff, you end up being an adult that's full of coulda, shoulda, wouldas. Oh, man, if I was younger, I could have did this. Yeah. Oh, man, if I would have known, I, I would have did that. Oh, man, shit, I should have did it this way. All young people out there have the ability to minimize the coulda, shoulda, wouldas. You don't want to be an adult full of regret. Okay, you want to be an adult that is living your dream and whatever your dream is from the very start. If you have a dream, you know what you want to be and what you want to do. That's what you do. So now Period. now, if, if I may, mm -hmm. to to the point of him going to the rodeo and feeling, you know, I guess slightly out of place. Mm -hmm. um, what, what would be the advice to, you know, upgrading so you don't feel that way? And I was time. waiting for you to ask that question. I, we both grew up in Chicago. I'm growing up in Chicago. He ha, he is growing up in Chicago now. Or I grew up in Chicago. He's growing up in Chicago now. Chicago is a very segregated city. Okay? The only way to find out if he was really in danger or would have been in danger, because when he was telling me the story, I thought it was going to be one of those epiphany moments. So I said, Oh, you was around, you was around those, those white folks and they was cool as hell, wasn't they? And he was like, oh no, they were looking at me. Right? 
what I would tell him to upgrade his character in that in in, in that um, aspect would be go to more venues where there's white people and surround surround yourself by them and actually talk to them and see where they're coming from. Because mm-hmm. just like I say, a lot of stuff is perspective. I didn't know that I was going to have as many white friends as I do at this very moment, mm. right? Because growing up in Chicago, the white man's the devil. All right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's and if pretty I, much. If I was, can't get anywhere in life, it's all white. It's because fault. it's right, right. I mean, that's the way it was painted for me in New York. You know, the the white man, the white man is the reason why you down. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you the know. only way to get out of that is to, just, man. Look, at one point in time, I stayed. I probably told the story before. I stayed next door. You know, what I'm saying to well, actually, I shared a basement with a white family. And in their basement, they had Gatorades and all types of snacks, cookies, cakes, pies, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? I went down there. I respected their shit. I did what I needed to do, washed my clothes, did whatever, and left their shit alone. When they came down there and saw me down there washing my clothes, what did they say? Oh, man, you know, anything down here you can have. I'm mm-hmm. like, what? You sure? Oh, I man, don't know, son. That just sound like a setup. <laughs> no, no, it, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a setup at all. Because you know, know, you know of course, I was thinking you. that. But you know, a couple couple weeks later, I'm standing outside or whatever, and you know, the 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 patriarch or the family comes home, and he stands out there, and we're talking, mm-hmm. we're having an actual conversation about where he grew up, where I grew up, and the fact that, according to his parents, and according to not necessarily my my parents per se, my father, but my mother and her side of the family. Mm-hmm. We weren't supposed to get along. No, he we, was like we 20, supposed to be enemies. He was like twenty with years older than me. Yeah, you was, know what I'm saying? And no. he was supposed to be looking at me, the black dude with the Jordans and the black hoodie on, like I was trying to rape his daughter and and steal from his house, kill his wife, kill his wife, all that. But his doors were open to me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And the only way for me to get that perspective was to expose myself to that. Now, always be cautious. Yes, always be cautious. Right, right. Because everybody doesn't have your best interest at heart. But talk to people. Don't be afraid of anyone. Don't be afraid of putting yourself in new situations. Don't look at the world as the world is out to get you. Look at the world as the world has something to offer you and you have to go get it. Upgrade your character. Mm. Mm. Okay? Mm. Mm. And just like you play a video game, when you meet the first when you meet that first boss, you're not going to be strong enough to overcome, but you build up your character to the point where you can get past that first boss, the second boss, and so forth and so on, so on until you end the game. But during the course of the game, you're constantly upgrading until you get to the end because life is always going to throw obstacles and it's all about how you bounce back and overcome. You're not going to bounce back and overcome by staying stagnant. Yep. Upgrade your character. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, and on that note, we're, uh, we're going to head up out of here. Um, Mag, you got anything else you want to tell the audience besides? Not uh, really. No, besides those love. Not really. I mean, I would love for the audience to, I don't know, tell other people that we exist. Yeah, because it seems like you guys. Are, I mean, look, you guys are definitely listening to the show because Mag and I get the. 
excuse me, we got to see from where people are listening, you know, where people are listening from, and where the people are actually listening to the show. So obviously, you guys are listening. What we would appreciate is that you guys share the show, please. Uh, if you guys want to email us here, the email is no labels of the show at gmail.com. And uh, with that being said, I'm your humble host, well, at least one of them, the Puff Man, as always, accompanied by the most stuff of us of them all, Mr. Magnif. We getting the fuck up out of here, y'all. Be blessed, and uh, we'll see you on episode, what, episode 80? Yeah, episode 80. Uh-huh. All right, y'all. We'll be out, man. Oh, no, excuse me. We'll be back. There you go. <laughs> Peace. So I watch F1 uh, Drive to Survive on Netflix, and mm-hmm. it. I started watching it over again. I've watched all the seasons, but basically, Max Verstappen was a fucking asshole when he first started. He used to run his uh, teammates off of the road and everything. But this little motherfucker has upgraded himself to the point where he has went. He is. He has the record for winning ten championships in a row. Mm. Crazy. Gotta upgrade your character. <laughs>